get the mic. Honey, I've got something to uh, say. Uh, hey, ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up for uh, me? It's Maja, but you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Ask Maj, the podcast where we are spilling all the real tea. What's good, everyone? It's your girl, Alicia B, and you are now in the place to be. Welcome to the Lituation Room. We got a bomb collab for you today. It's Ask Maj, the podcast, and the Lituation Room. So you already know it's about to be good vibes, okay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should we tell the people how we, how we know each other, let's or should that. we not? Let, okay. Let's start there. They, okay. they might think we're a little crazy. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, we we both went to the best HBCU in the land. At Geek Pride. Yes. <laughs> North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State University, if you do not know. And if you don't go there, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. I don't know him. <laughs> but how did we, like, actually meet, though? I think it was because of photography. Is that how we met? Was did it? you know me at Auntie? No. I don't remember if I knew you at Auntie. Because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know Jamal at Auntie. Hmm. Shout out to Jamal. That's yes. my king. Um, okay, that is maybe that we did get hooked up from photography. So we both moved to the DMV. Shout out to the DMV. Yeah. Um, and I needed a photographer for a brand shoot that I was doing. And Jamal, who was a good friend of mine, um, hooked me up with Leash. But how well, how did you meet Jamal? I met Jamal through Jeff. They're both season one, episode three guests. If you haven't heard it, go listen. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I met him through Jeff, and I came and, like, saw Jamal and was like, everyone knows Jamal, so I got to know Jamal. Everyone does know <laughs> Jamal, absolutely. Okay. So, yes, and then, you know, like I said, Jamal hooked us up, and we did a fire brand shoot. Yes. And we've been besties ever since. <laughs> and, you know, the rest is history. Okay. And the now rest we're is here. And now we're here. <laughs> so we both got these bomb podcasts, yes. and we thought, why not do... Um, a really bomb collab together talking about all things feminist, feminism um, in today's pop culture mm-hmm. black women um, all that good stuff like all the pop pop things, happening things hot things, trends <laughs> uh, that people are talking about right like we said, we're keeping it current, so do not say that we missed anything. <laughs> but if we did, uh, part two. Okay, part two. Part two. Stay tuned. I mean, part two. <laughs> well, they got they got to decide if this episode is, is good enough for a part two. It's going to be good it's enough. It's going to be good enough. It's going to be good enough. We already told them. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. We already, we're going to start off with a bang, y'all. So if you haven't heard about this little... What do I call it? An incident? Let's call it an incident. Let's call it an incident. An uproar. An uproar, yes. (laughs) This little uproar um, on the socials about Gail and Snoop. The legendary Snoop and the legendary Gail King. Um, So, let's... (laughs) 
give him a little background. So, you know, Gail did an interview uh, shortly after Kobe Bryant passed away. Um, and she interviewed one of Kobe's really good friends, Leslie, um, who plays in the WNBA. And so she started kind of bringing up Kobe's legacy. Like, right. um, and the, que- the questions were, you know, a bit off. A lot of people didn't agree with him. Um, she kind of talked about, you know, if, if Kobe's Bryant legacy, Kobe Bryant's legacy was, you know, complicated because of his sexual assault allegations and so on and so forth and you know like Lee said there was this big uproar because people kind of felt why are we still discussing this you know why can't we let you know Kobe Bryant's family kind of grieve in peace like why are we still bringing up negative things about his past mm-hmm. um, and if you know anything about the case the the allegations were thrown out right um, so, so that's kind of like where it brings us, right? And so then after the interview, Snoop Dogg comes out and he... Um, goes on Instagram Live. And goes on Instagram Live. Because we love that. Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of does his rant about Gail King and he, he said some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called her out her name. Um, called her a doll. Called her funky... Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we just gonna put the... Bleep. Okay. He called her a funky head dog. Bleep. Okay. <laughs> and um, then... I don't want to say that word because apparently he didn't threaten her. So we we came to the conclusion that that he threatened her. He He threatened her. What what did he say? Like, um, check yourself before we come get you. Pretty much. That's a threat. Yeah. Is that a threat to you? Because if I'm going to say that to somebody, I mean it. Okay. Just let me know the end. Okay. (laughs) Pull up right now. On site. Put the earrings. Take the earrings out. Let's go. I ain't even got no hair, so we can't pull nothing. Like, it's on site. But yeah. That's what Snoop Dogg ended up doing. And like I said, it caused a complete uproar and even got to the red table talk. And we know it's mad serious. And Jada. Yeah, once Jada get in, in, it's, it's, you know. (laughs) And it was just, in my opinion, it was just a lot happening at once where it was a lot of different words being thrown around. Um, A lot of people were saying that Snoop was out of line, but then a lot of people were saying that Gail was out of line for disrespecting Kobe's legacy. But at the same time, as a journalist myself, I can see why Gail did the questions in the way that she did. Because even though Kobe's allegations were then dropped, as a journalist, you're going to bring up everything that happened in that person's legacy, whether it's good or bad. Because people are going to want to hear about it. People are going to want to know the full thing. Because then you'll get haters that be like, "Um, you didn't bring up this. You didn't bring up that. We're only seeing him in a positive light. But as a journalist, you have to be unbiased about everything. True, true. And I think, you know, you're right. You're right. Um, But I think the the issue came in um, because Kobe Bryant has passed away. Right. You know what I mean? And he couldn't defend himself. Exactly. It's like, you know, we... It's kind of like let this man rest in peace. You know, right. we've talked about this, and the 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 allegations happened a long, a long time long, ago. Long, long time. I ago. didn't even know that they had happened, y'all. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't either. And you know, it happened so long ago. So it's like, why are we talking about this now? Like, and it it wasn't you know a, even a month after right Kobe passed away that a weeks. This interview came out, and it's right. like, you know, even you know when we talk about his family, you know, consider like his friend. You know, I'm sure that was uncomfortable for her right um and it's one thing to like ask the question and she's like no i don't think the legacy is complicated and then gail kind of kept pushing it mm-hmm. like oh well if you don't think it's complicated why not he did this he did that and it's like just that's where that's where i would draw the line like ask the question and move on don't keep hounding at it especially with someone who's i don't know how close they were but 
in a grieving state. Like, I feel like exactly. the world was in a grieving mm-hmm. state. So mm-hmm. to be thrown these questions that only show the man in a negative light was just a lot for people. And I feel like that's where Snoop, who has a relationship with Kobe, decided to go on Instagram and put right. his feelings out there for the world. Grieving state, like Even you said. Even though we tell y'all to stay off of social media when you upset. Right. Nobody listens. Hello. That's a, that's a whole other story <laughs> for another day. So I guess if, if we talk a little bit about, you know, Snoop Dogg, you know, and there's been this, you know, uproar, as we like to call it, mm-hmm. you know, just about, you know, was he disrespecting black women as a whole? You know, was he, was it just a him and Gail thing? Because he used words like y'all and right. you and us. And so, you know, obviously we can kind of come to the conclusion that he was talking about black people. Right. Um, and, you know, some people kind of thought that he was targeting black women. And then some people thought that was more so dedicated to Gail. Right. So wh- what do you think? Do you think those comments were disrespectful? Do you, you know, was he targeting all black women? Was it just a, a Gail thing? What, what what do you think? I think that they were disrespectful, point, period. Like, don't call someone out of their name. Even if, the, even what you feel is right and you feel like your emotions are valid, don't call someone out their name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then second, like you said, the language was just not matching with what he claims he was talking about. He he was claiming that he was just talking about Gail, which still is bad enough. But his language of, like you said, y'all and mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. it made it seem like he was grouping people together instead of just talking about one singular person. And I get that sometimes when you're talking, you're not really reviewing what you're saying. You're emotional. But when you put a lump of people in it and you think that people aren't going to feel some type of way, Mm -hmm. especially us black women. Oh, sure. (laughs) I just feel like you just, you just need to sit and think about what you're going to say first, especially with such a big platform that he has. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it was disrespectful because I'm sorry if someone called me out their name, especially that weird of a sentence. Funky head dog. Right, like you meant that. Like you, you really wanted right. the, the intensity of you, what you were feeling to be there. Yeah. So it's just like, no, any way that you try to spin it, it was just disrespectful. What do you think? So, so agreed, right? I think that the comments were, were disrespectful. And, you know, there's, you know, like we said before, there's been this argument that, you know, he, whether he did threaten her or he didn't threaten her. He, he threatened her. Right. You know, I, I take it as he threatened her. And, of course, like, later on, he came out and said, you know, my, my objective wasn't to threaten her. Like, those were my intentions. Okay, you know, respect. But I, I want to take this a little deeper, right? And, and let's talk about... You know, Snoop Dogg and, and many other rappers who are like him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's disrespectful, you know, when Snoop Dogg kind of comes out and he's like, oh, you know, this funky head dog bleep. I just, you know, it's We love fun. a good bleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's disrespectful, you know, when he comes and makes this live and, you know, he calls her the name. But when we in the club and we bent over with, you know, our bleep in the air twerking, you know, all the songs are be this and be that and bleep this, this and bleep that and bleep up. this and bleep that. So, for me, I feel like there is this, I don't even know if you want to call it a double standard, but there's Mm -hmm. this weird thing because, you know, it's not wrong then, but then it becomes wrong when, you know, Snoop Snoop comes out on Instagram live and calls her out of her name. But I'm sure that a lot of the backlash that he received are from the same people who are either twerking on Instagram, twerking in a club. I I, I like to dance in the club. Um, Um, you know, talking in a club, um, you know, and all the songs are screaming, be this and be that. So, you know, what's the difference? 
where where is the where's the accountability there? You you know what I'm saying? And I mean, either way, we we can never say like, oh, you know, the bleep word is not used in a disrespectful manner. It's it's disrespectful. It's like disrespectful. it is. It, it's just it's a disrespectful word, especially in like mainstream like music. Exactly the way you know men degrade women. So like, when is that not okay? Woo, chill. Oh. Commercial break. No, <laughs> we'll be back. Okay. <laughs> I can't even speak because, in that sense, I'm hypocritical. I mean, me, me, <laughs> me too. Me too. You know, I love a little panoramic. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And she goes shake. No, right? You know, you already know. I'll be okay. front and center. Hello, but at the same time, I would never allow someone to call me the B word, ever. Like, even if my friends were like, "What's gay?" And I'm like. What you said? Right. Yeah. I, I feel it, but like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna let it sound cool. But if, if a dude said it, I would be like, ooh, mm-mm, mm-hmm. mm-mm, right. fight. Right. So it's like, I feel like in this time period, especially with our generation, it's just like, basically our intentions are how things are played. So like, if your intent is to be like, what's good, girl? Like, that's my... Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But then, you know, if it's in music, oh, no, it's just fine. It's for entertainment. It's right. not anything serious. Mm-hmm. But these rappers are really doing, well, some of them, because some of them are fake. But some of these rappers are really <laughs> out here dogging women right, right. and not caring. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, most of your fans are women. So maybe you should cater to women a little bit yeah. better. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, you know, there was this kind of, you know, controversy about, like, who who gets to check the black woman, right? When we have situations mm-hmm. like these, you know. And that's for real. There are a lot of black women who degrade our black our black men, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's this kind of conversation, you know, who who gets to check black women? Like, who, who gets to check us? Yes. <laughs> no, true. No, true. Black women. And I feel like, you know, I, I think, you know, it's a community thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's... First, you, you know, like Michael Jackson said, you kind of got to look in the mirror, right? right? You know, and check yourself. Um, and then it's it's our peers. It's right. us. It's we, we are the ones who have to check each other. But I think where it goes wrong is when we have the situations like Snoop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I'm going to say, I think, you know, I, I understand his intentions. Like, I right. understand where he was coming from. Did he deliver the right way? Right, his no. execution was terrible. Yeah, his execution was terrible. I think I, I understand where he was coming from because I think we were all frustrated and, you know, kind of right. how you talked about, you know, being in a grieving state. Um, but I think that's where the issue is. You know, when it comes to checking each other, there's guns involved, there's cussing involved, there's violence involved, mm-hmm. you know, there's disrespect involved. Like, that's that's what the, the checking each other, you know, right. is that's where it goes wrong you right. know because we're we sp- we're supposed to check and correct each other and hold each other accountable but not in the sense of like disrespecting or putting each other down right and that's really hard to do it because is because sometimes as we've how seen, we're raised right how we're raised and just based on like emotions i know i'm a very emotional person mm-hmm. and when i'm mad i'm mad mm-hmm. okay when i and... get mad i get big mad yes. should have never did that get back okay <laughs> but it's just like i have to remember to like wait hold on let me just let me just hang up I let me just breathe <laughs> because what i'm about to say is not gonna be pretty right. and i can't take it back and i'm very much a big person like i said i do not put none of my emotions on social media because they last forever yeah. mm-hmm. i can't take them back yeah. and then when i'm doing my little uh iphone notes memos mm-hmm. my press releases mm-hmm. i can't yeah. really yep. get back to it because everyone's already 
made their opinions about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I just and you know nowadays I you know I hate to say it but sometimes the sorry doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter anything anymore at all. Um, it's just too much. So, yeah, I think, you know, like you said, it, it is about us checking each other, but we have to learn how to respect each other before we can, you know, hold each other accountable. Right. And we got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love these sound effects. <laughs> I got to start using these more often. <laughs> okay, so, you know, let's talk about my queen real quick. Who's your queen, sis? Who, who's the queen? Because if you're not talking about Beyonce, I'm not sure oh. who you're talking about. Stay woke. You better call. <laughs> oh. Okay, no, she the queen. She the queen. She the I queen. Was just, I was like, wait, I mean, Erica came before me. She did. Like, she, did I, she did. She did. She did. She did. She did. Okay. But you know, sometimes I have to check my queen. Like we said, yeah. we mm-hmm. checking people. Mm-hmm. I need to check her a little bit because, um... This punani, this punani incense. Basically, Erica said punani is power, okay? That's she what said she it's said. her superpower, okay? And then men leave their jobs for her. I mean, they did because they spent $50. I, can, I, I, I just incense. have a question, honey. I just have a question. What are you eating, okay? What are you, what, what is, what is, what is your diet? What, what do you do on a daily basis that these men are, what is, what you say, leaving their jobs? Leaving their jobs. Changing their lives. Mm-hmm. For, 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 for the, the punani? I just want to know. I, I want to know. It's not for me. It's my friend. Yeah, it's, it's asking for a friend. But I'll take notes for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know if y'all know, but you know. You should it, know. Y- you should. It was everywhere. Erica Badu created an incense of her punani smell. Mm-hmm. And... How did it? How, These how, ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us about the ingredients. <laughs> Based on the Badu World Market website. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The product was created with the ashes of Badu's underwear, pure resin. Hold on, pure resin. Sorry, handmade, sun dried. And also created with essential oils and herbs. Ooh, so basically they took the <laughs> smell from her dried up discharge. Now that's nasty. <laughs> I just can't. I just, just want to know that I get like people have been writing songs about the power of the punani, but like this is a whole another level. Belish, did you not say? How, how, tell tell the people how long it took for this punani incense to sell out. Tell us. Tell her. I turned out. It took 19 minutes. Y'all mean her nasty. <laughs> now, you know what? I would love to know. I would love to know who bought the incense. I want to talk to women. Them. Right. Men or women. I wonder right. who was the I feel like it was plenty of women. I feel like it was more women than men. Right. But why? Because for me, I would have bought it just to like oh, understand girl. like what, what the point was. Like I would... I wouldn't have bought it. I would have had someone else. I was buy it, asking for and a then, friend. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Right, asking for a friend. And and I just would have like been like, so what's the hype? Like, what is it? To me, I'm like, Punani smells different for everyone. You know, keep it clean. Uh, <laughs> keep it clean. And I just want to know like, why? Like, that's literally my question. Okay. Is why? So so here's the thing, right? You're right. Punani Punani does smell different for everyone, right? But there's also a differentiation between when you first put your drawers on and a few days after the, when that discharge is crusted up when you throw it in the washing machine. Yeah. Like, the smell is a little different. A little different. <laughs> a little different. So, I just want to know, like, what... I, 
I also want to know what her motive was. Like, what were you? Obviously, oh, well, this is her method. Okay, let's hear product. What's the method? This is a quote. Do not say that I said this. Okay, yep. I mm-hmm. took lots of pairs of my panties, cut them up into little pieces, and burned them. Even the ash is part of it. The people deserve it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so basically she's saying that she literally took her undies, cut them up, burnt them, and created an incense. Okay, so that, that okay. You know, I, I just need a second to process, you know. and I'm, I'm going to throw some more stuff at you okay. while you process. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> not only did people buy this in 19 minutes, correct? How much was it was fifty dollars. Okay. I just wanted to remind you. Um, also, I saw a video of a man eating it, consuming it, consuming an incense. Um, Do we, we eat? Is that edible? No. I don't. I didn't think so. No. Okay. It's wood, by the way. Um, has essential oils that you should not be putting in your body. Uh, chemicals. Also, just because it's her punani does not mean you get to eat it. Uh, okay. I guess they have a big imagination. Okay, so so I guess the, the only sense I can make of this is the fact that, like, the, the, the essential oils are mixed in. And maybe they kind of, you know, mm-hmm. mix. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was and the sad part is, this isn't the only person that's been doing it. It's selling the punati smells? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the, the question that arises from this is... Is Punani really power? Like, <laughs> you begin. I, I mean, this is from um, my friend's perspective, not mine. Is Punani really power? My friend thinks that she'd be really throwing it down and people be really like. I believe some it. people get Punani whip real quick. I, I believe it. You know, I saw this. I saw this snippet of the Breakfast Club of Charlemagne interviewing Boosie, and they asked him, "Would he pay for Punani?" So his, his answer was like, "No, I wouldn't pay for it, but I would do such and such and such and such." Punani pussy, okay? It's okay. I mean, if you tell them to put their Punani lips on live and you're gonna give them a thousand dollars, sounds like you're paying for Punani pussy. Oh, so basically, Punani is power, honey. Get your drawers and burn them and sell it. If you really want to make some quick cash, y'all got an OnlyFans account. Mm -mm, Let me find out. Hold on, you do OnlyFans. Uh oh, okay, just make sure. Just kidding, just I, had, I had to see what your morals were. <laughs> I'm a godly woman. Okay, I had to see what her morals was. But you know, Gwyneth Paltrow has a candle that smells like her punani. Okay. Now, so here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, I think I also think that this that the whole punani thing comes with this type of power because this is a different different type of power. You have to have clout. Right. Like Susie from down the street. You Can't know, do that. T- yeah, that ain't how. Because uh-uh. people gonna be like, uh-uh, that's thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why Susie got his thing? Right. <laughs> what if it's Lauren? Do Lauren's thing? I don't know. <laughs> On a good day. Okay. No. <laughs> like, I just feel like, you know, you, you got to have some clout, you know. Right. To, and, and, and clout and, I don't know, Erica got a lot of kids, don't she? Mm-hmm. And a lot of baby daddies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, partially, I, I do believe that, you know, some of these men have gone a little crazy. I mean, if Andre 3000 hit and had a child with her, I mean, it must be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, maybe it is something. You know, I don't know if it's the smell, the taste, the look, but if, the feel, or maybe all of it together. But if Erica would love to come on our podcast hey, Uncle. and talk about it, hey, Uncle. I promise you, I'll write notes. 
call Tarot. Come, Come on with the background. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Erica. So basically, I'm gonna get in touch with your people, and so um, you can get in touch with my people. Or yeah, the and then, uh huh. My people gonna call your people. And we gonna set it up. Okay. We, we, I need to hear a little bit more about the Punani can ascent. Scent, incense, no, it's not a, it's an incense. <laughs> Not again. It's an incident. It's an incident for $50. Okay, and I, bring us a sample. I, I need you to right. bring us a sample. A little sample. Maybe we'll we can, you know, light, light it while we... Sh- not in here. No, no, no. Okay. Outside. No, outside. Outside. Outside in the car. Well, outside's illegal right now. Never mind. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. Ooh, y'all, maybe the Punani incident might kill the virus. Ooh, here we, we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but let's talk about another songstress, shall we? Okay, let's get into it. Who's the songstress? Miss Summer Walker. Hey, Summer. Hey, Summer. Hey, What's girl. Um, you make me want to come through quarter after two just to put it down on you. That was uh, a bop. You remember when we used to come through quarter after two? Now you can't go nowhere. Now you can just FaceTime. Now you can FaceTime quarter after two. That's not fun no more. I need y'all to stay in the house. Stay in the house, please, please. I'm going through it, y'all. This, this is never going to be over. We're going to be in 2021. It is. It is going to be, gonna be over house. if y'all stay in the house. They not. But moving forward. <laughs> but moving forward. So, Summer Walker has been in the news for mer- various reasons. What she done did? She always doing something. I-, I love Summer Walker's music, but she is always doing something. I love her. I have a sweatshirt for her. I bought her merch. Love her. Oh, yeah. You bought but the merch. Just, you really like her. It just seems it's very comfy. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think that she's just, um, she's just doing a lot in such a short amount of time that she's been relevant. Agree. I agree. <laughs> and I, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I really fell in love with the, with her latest album. What is it? Is it Girls Need Love? Is that the latest one? Mm-mm. Girls Need Love was before. Over It. Is over It. Yes. One. Over It. That's what I meant. Sorry, Summer, if you was listening. I was just joking. It's okay. I was testing Leisha's, um, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, so I, I, I really fell in love with her then. And, you know, I really like Summer Walker's music because she's relatable. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you could listen to one of her songs and it's like, okay, yep, girl, been there, know what you mean, right. know, how, know how you feel, I've been there, done that. Um, but just outside of the music, I feel like Summer Walker does a lot. Like, she does a lot. And I never understood why. Like, is it more for attention? Is it just because that's what she likes to do? You know, and then the whole London on the track. And he got a whole bunch of, well, I'm going to say a whole bunch of kids. He had kids. I think, yeah, he got kids. Because then his, like, baby mama and Summer Walker was arguing in the, yeah, trail. That's another story for another day. I can't keep up, y'all. But I, I don't know. She's a little different, different for me. So, um, Summer Walker was diagnosed with social anxiety, mm-hmm. right? So let me let me pull up the definition. Really oh, I got quick. you, girl. Oh, you got the definition. Got okay, you. go ahead and read us the definition. Social Pass anxiety up. is the fear of social situations that involves interaction with other people. You could say so- social anxiety is the fear and anxiety of being negative, negatively judged and evaluated by others. Okay, so I guess what makes, hmm, I guess what makes 
this different is the fact that, I, and I've seen a lot of people argue about this, is the fact that it's a social situation, right? So you have to be in an area where there's a lot of people to, I guess, for the anxiety piece to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the argument has been, how does she have social anxiety when she's on Instagram twerking or when she's on Instagram always showing her butt or, you know, she shows so much of her life, you know, shares so much of her life with the world, but you have social anxiety. Right. And then the argument comes into play. It's like, oh, well, in her own home or when she's by herself or in the comfort of her home, there is no opportunity to feel judged because she's by herself. Right. And that's where people are, are, are kind of justifying like she could still have social anxiety and do all this stuff in the media or on social media because she's by herself she's not in social situations i I don't know what do do you think what are your thoughts for me i i get that whole argument because for me i have social anxiety do you but i know how to like battle through it Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm very like you probably wouldn't know that i had it (laughs) unless like you were really really close to me because sometimes i'm very like i'll sit here and not talk to nobody right but i've gotten to the point where especially in my career i can't just do that i have to talk to yeah it's literally girl you and media honey (laughs) so it's just like i have to fight past that every time that i do something so it's like i get it like in the comfort of my home and with like my friends that i'm really close to i'm goofy on top like right right (laughs) i do some weird ish like i'm crazy (laughs) but in public you will never like I'll still give that goofy sense, but it's going to take me a minute. More on a calm right. down kind of level. Right, because I have to get past the fact that, oh, I'm around people. Like, for me, I can sing, but I will never sing for a crowd of people like Summer does. Because it's just like, that would scare the absolute crap out of me. Like, that's a bunch of people. Like, she has thousands of people in a room right. all the time that's constantly judging her for, you know, her weird quirks. But for me, that's what gravitated me towards her. Like, I loved her music. Mm-hmm. I was getting out of a relationship when I heard Session 32, and Session 32 is a bop. Did it speak to you? And since? it spoke <laughs> to me. It's to the point where my ex was like, I couldn't listen to Summer Walker. And I was like, <laughs> you understand. You okay. Kidding. But um, <laughs> it was just like, I get it. Like, she was relatable. She was weird to the point, like, I haven't seen anybody, like, as, not saying vulnerable, but as out there as she was. And, like, I'm that type of person who will be twerking on Instagram, but I don't because I'm scared. But... <laughs> She got morals, y'all. Right, like, I would talk on Instagram in the comfort of my own home. Like, I would do that. But... Would you put it on Instagram? Right. The part that I don't understand is putting it on Instagram and then knowing that people are going to judge you. Yeah. And then still being able to put it out. But then when people judge you, be like, dang, like, I can't do nothing. Sis... You know that. Like, why still put it? But I guess her thing is, like, I'm not going to change for nobody. But at the same time, it's just like, you kind but, of are. But I don't think you. I don't think it's necessarily change. No one's asking you to change. The thing is, okay, so uh, I, let's, let's just be honest. Summer Walker is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at her videos, you know, the pictures, you know, um, some videos of, like, her tours and her performance, she's just... She's a very weird person to me, you know, like she's not, you know, she doesn't move around a lot on stage. You know, she doesn't have a a great stage presence. I mean, that's just what we've learned, you know, from watching her. And I've heard different perspectives. Some people think she's great on stage and some people think she's 
not yeah no some people think she's you know she's she's not like that and so I, I i guess my thing is i i don't understand i don't have social anxiety however i do have a lot of friends who deal with um kind of mental disorders like that mm-hmm. and i i take mental health very serious right um and i do believe that you know I, as unfortunate as it is that a lot of people do use social media as an outcry for a lot of the things they are dealing with especially when they feel like they can't talk to anybody else i have seen that um mm-hmm. So I can understand that portion, but I I don't understand like you like you kind of said it's like okay yeah we're twerking and you know the comfort of my home and even if we take videos of it like cool like me and my friends or I'm twerking by myself and I like to see myself twerk like okay cool but okay cool but you know if why post that on social media is where my my issue is like you said it's like if if social anxiety okay we we've defined that this means social situations okay Mm -hmm. but the other part of it is fear of being judged right Right. fear of people looking at you differently or judging you so is that not what social media does so people people are trolls people are trifling and any that too anything you say anything you do on social media people will find something wrong with it Mm -hmm. like people social media is so evil like i hate to say it but social media can be so evil Mm -hmm. so my thing is if you suffer with social anxiety and if you suffer with you know just the whole anxiety and, and mood changes and depression and um, stuff like that from a fear of being judged, why even put yourself out there? You know, and I, I can go as far to say, like, obviously, you know, singing is your passion, right? This is your thing. Music is your passion. Um, but but I also, and I'm, I'm not saying that she's wrong or right. I'm, I'm just saying I don't understand. Right. But if you, if you go into a career mm-hmm. where you, your job is to entertain people. Mm-hmm. Do you, does it not register that I have to do something to help me with this social anxiety? I feel like a lot of people, at least from what I've seen, I like a lot of people feel like they can do what Jasmine Sullivan does or what Frank Ocean does. They can go ghost. Frank ain't post not a lick of dance. Yeah, you're right. Adele. Like, Adele be gone. Gone. Drop a little album here and there, gone. Just like outside, gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like I feel like people think that if they just sing, they don't have to do the entertaining part. But for me, as someone who is starting to understand the industry a lot more detailed, as an entertainer, I'm looking like when I go to concerts now, I'm not just going for the music. I'm going to see how your lighting is, how your dancers are, what your concepts are, like how do you mm-hmm. did your time set list. A show, but. For regular consumers, they just want to see you on stage giving them a show. Yeah. If they are paying their hard-earned money, like, no one going to pay for Beyonce's prices if Beyonce ain't giving yeah. a Beyonce mm-hmm. production. Yeah, very true. And Beyonce be giving production. <laughs> production, sorry. Now, if Beyonce were to give Summer Walker's uh, pissed. People performance pissed. pissed, and still have these thousands of dollars. Pissed, yeah, not happy. Beyonce would not be Beyonce. Yeah, yeah you're right. So it's like, don't. <clears throat> don't have people pay for something that they're not going to get. Now, if your prices are cheap, that's what they're going to get. They're going to get you sitting on a, what, on, a, on a little stage. Have you been to one of her concerts? Mm-mm. Because by the time that I was supposed to go, she had canceled the rest of her oh, shows. Oh, yeah. Because of social anxiety, right? Right. And people because people were just not liking the tour. Because it's like, as a consumer, you're expecting, like, the average artist sings, dances, 
even if the artists can't dance, they're gonna have dancers. Yeah. The most I think <clears throat> Summer had was like dancers on like poles. And you you know what? And I feel like a lot of people are gonna agree with me on this. I feel like artists have become so big that they don't even look at those like smaller juke joint like arena or not even arena because an arena is huge, but like a smaller kind of juke joint venue. Like right. people look past that. I don't know if you heard about the Meek Mill story when he like went to University of Massachusetts. I believe that was a school. Um, charged to my head, not my heart. That's wrong. But I believe he went to University of Massachusetts and he was supposed to perform there, but there, the crowd wasn't big enough, so he left. And he ended up not performing. Did you hear about that? Yeah, so they were like um, president or student affairs president or something came out and basically was like, I don't respect him for that. He never that's addressed ridiculous. it. ridiculous. Yeah, he never addressed it. Just but, go to like a place like City Winery. City Winery. Pay me. Okay. advertising. Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those smaller juke joints that fit maybe even like Echo Stage. Like Echo I Stage is good. Yeah, I still feel like or it's a Fillmore or a Fillmore. Like it's still a, like you don't have to be in these big capital ones, right? These big Philly arenas, you know. You can these FedEx stadiums. Like you don't have to be there. Like it could be, and even even if we don't talk on the level of like Echo Stage, like Daniel Caesar is like that. Like mm-hmm. he goes to those smaller venues. Right. He will he will not perform. I mean, at, if he has, I, I'm not sure. But like the the tour that I went to, he performed at Echo Stage, and Echo Stage maybe fits 300 people. No, maybe it's more than that. I think summer because I was. It might living, be more than that. It might. It may be fifteen hundred somewhere along. Because I was living jump, in <laughs> in Norfolk when I was expecting her to come, and she was going to the Norva, and I believe that the Norva is like a really small venue. Yeah, I'm, my thing is I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I feel like that's that's you know if 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 you are oh you yeah know, it's fourteen fifty like cap. Is yeah, so that's a smaller venue. Um, right. And I, I feel like, you know, if you are dealing with, you know, social anxiety and you're working to overcome it, I think it's okay to start with those smaller venues. You know, mm-hmm. either way, it's going to sell out where you're doing it, whether you're doing a big venue or a smaller venue. But if you're keeping your health first, you know, your health over the money, I don't see anything wrong with it. Right. I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. I so just feel like I don't know what the record label is telling her. And it's like, I feel like because Summer Walker is quote-unquote big because she is yeah so it's just like i feel like they're expecting her to sell out all of her shows and she did yeah she ended up selling out most if not all of her shows and it's like if you have that that pressure on you you kind of feel like okay dang i have to fulfill this i'm in a contract i can't really get Mm. out of it but then it got to the point where like she started to feel so bad having to get on stage because it's like no one liked the show so it was just like it got to a point where dang now my management's about to lose money because i can't do this anymore because i tried so hard that's pretty much what she was trying to say is that she tried so hard to give something that she just could not give and i was like to me i was like okay well what is the label telling her because if the label knows i feel like the label if not anyone should know the mental health and like the mental capabilities of their artists but do we think do we think the labels care that's where the issue is. I feel like labels like Def Jam and all of them, they probably don't care. But not to not to bleep on Love Renaissance. Love Renaissance only got one other big artist, and that's Black. Mm-hmm. Other than Black and Summer, I have no idea who else is on their label. So it's like, 
you need to cater to your so, artist a little bit. So more. then where's the out then? Like where's the out? Because that can't be a thing. You're an right. artist, right? And a lot of artists make a lot of money off of tours. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want to see. Like that's what kind of captures that true I'm not gonna say relationship, but that true like engagement, you know, seeing them live, right. know, being there in their presence. Um it, it's just a different experience than like hearing them on, you know, on your ear pods. Because for me, I'm a big person. I will not listen to an artist if they don't sound the same live. Like I do not like dang, should I say the artist's name? Who we talking about? Party next door. Oh, you don't like him? Oh, you only like him live? No, I don't like him at all. Oh, because ooh. he doesn't sound good live. Yeah, true. And it's like, that's why I go to concerts. To get that one-on-one, like, yeah. experience. Yeah. Because I get it. She didn't have meet and greets. But, like, I love meet and greets. Because I get mm-hmm. to meet the people. Right. Like, I've met SZA and, like, Kehlani and all of them. Like, And that made me have a more personal connection, connection with, with their them, music. Right. Mm-hmm. But I get it. Not everyone wants to do that. You know, sometimes, you know, people sit. And they be nasty mm-hmm. and still be going to meet and greets. Mm-hmm. But then get mad when the tour get canceled because not an artist sick. Right. But it's like, I get it. Not having a meet and greet is fine. But touring is literally where you get most of, if the money, not right? all your money. Yeah. Comes. And that's that's the thing. I'm just like, where is the out? Like, okay, you, you, we, we've, we've discovered, you know, we've established that you have social anxiety. So like right. you said, as a label, I definitely feel like they should cater to her. Obviously she has to put her health first too, right? right. She has to kind of play her cards right. Kind of like the whole Megan Thee Stallion situation, which we'll get to in a second. But, you know, you kind of have to not necessarily be in control, but you got to play your cards. Cards. You know what I mean? Otherwise, they're just going to... the game. Yeah, otherwise, they're just going to take over you. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think the, the record label is obligated to care about your mental health issues. You're obligated to care about your mental health and issues. And then advocate for them. Exactly. So, Even I think... Record like, well, she should probably care about your. Yes, yeah, agree. But you know, but like I said, it's just like, where, where is the out? Like, if right. we, if you know, if you're dealing with social anxiety, we canceling tours. Like, we, it's almost like you can't do that. Like, right. people want to see you. Like, they've gotten really hyped to see you. Yeah. I got really hyped to see you. <laughs> Me and my friend bought your merch. You, you talking to someone? <laughs> Me and my friend, we're about to have a whole party for you. Summer, if you listen to this, she, she talking to you, sis. I need you to come back and have a one-on-one party for me. Summer, we love you, sis. I we love, love you, you so much. But what the hell? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, sis? What's happening? What's happening? Like, all these TikToks. What's happening? Right, then the twerking. And speaking and the... of twerking and TikToks. Speaking of twerking and TikToks, sis, this is a great segue. Ooh, the stallion. I, first of all, I just want to get my piece out about Megan. I'm a little mad that she said I can't be a stallion because I'm short as hell. You are a little short, sis. She and has, you know what? I'm going to post my little TikTok. Meg, I'm a, you're you going to repost it. Right. If I do it late, like right. I'll, do, <laughs> right. I'll do Captain Hook so it's not like too late. But like, will you still post it? When I tell you, I tell you, that song has me weak every time I listen to it. Do you know are, you know what she's talking about, right? Oh, my God. That Megan is something. She don't care. She, do, she don't. She, she does don't. not hold back. That song is, she said an uppercut. Oh. I lived, yeah, literally that's what I thought in my head like the uppercut motion like oh, oh I, I got you girl I got you Meg I know oh, uppercut okay she's ridiculous she is so funny so I, I, where, do, where do I don't even know where to start with Meg first of all I I don't even know where to start <laughs> Megan the Stallion twerks a lot every time you see her she twerks we stand. Okay, so we stand. I'm not gonna lie. 
But didn't she just have like a an interview? Was it Genius? Did she do a Genius? Like a oh, I know what you're talking about. It was with a magazine, right? She did some sort of interview where she was like, "I'm gonna keep twerking." Yeah, she she did say that, and then <laughs> and she I, said in her song, "Song I Can Be a B." Oh, yeah, you know what? That's exactly what we was talking about. Meg said she gonna be the B I T C H, but when Snoop said it, it was disrespectful. Oh, y'all was immigrants. No, <laughs> she said it. Y'all was saying it. I was singing it. Y'all was singing it. But when Snoop said it, y'all came for his neck. Oh, but let me guess. Meg didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Eh, eh, eh. Okay. It's okay. I already said I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Heard you. No. Okay. So so here's the thing, right? I, personal opinion, I am not a huge fan of Megan. Uh, people are not gonna like me when I say that. <laughs> oh girl, I, okay, let me let me say this. Let me, let me say right. I'm canceled. I'm canceled. I'm canceled. I said it. I say it. So the thing the thing about it is that I don't dislike her. Right. Like, I don't I don't dislike her. I you know I feel like Megan has a few songs that I like. Um, I don't dislike her. Uh, I'm just not a huge fan. Like, like I'm a huge fan of Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I'm a huge fan of Ari Lennox. I love Ari Lennox. I'm a huge fan of Daniel Caesar. I am not a huge fan of Megan Thee Stallion. Like, I can play a whole Daniel Caesar album and know all all the words. Right. Same with Ari. Like, not with Megan. Like, I feel like I have a couple of songs that I like like from her, and that's what I mean by I'm, I'm not a huge right. fan. Like, not that I don't like her, but I'm not. It's not a, an artist where you can play all their songs. Exactly. Like, Kehlani, like, I will literally just press play. Yeah. And yeah, go and through the all. Ex- same, same with Kehlani. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to a Megan Thee Stallion concert unless there's other artists there. Like, I wouldn't go see Megan by herself. Mm. Um, so that's what I mean by, like, I'm not a huge fan. I don't dislike her, but I'm not a huge fan. But one thing I can say about Megan is that I respect her. Right. Um, for, for two reasons, and I think they're kinda they kinda coincide. I respect her because she's so genuine. Like, she's so genuine. If you watch any of her interviews, Megan is the same way. Right. In all of her interviews. Like her tone, what she talks about is the exact same way in all of her interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, which which I highly respect. Even on her socials, she don't yeah, change. She's, yeah, she's very genuine. Um, and I also respect her because even if you don't agree with her, again, she stays the same. Like, mm-hmm. even if you don't like her, if you don't agree with her, she doesn't say the same. And Megan is, oh, a third reason. I said two, I meant three. Um, the third reason is that she's very drama-free, it seems like. Like, she's not in a lot of mess. Um, if it is, I feel like if, if there is drama, it's not because she incited it. Like, right. it's something that happens, and now it made its way to social media. And, I mean, I, I it, it sucks, but we live in an era where, you know, all people, all people, um, all celebrities, like, you know, put their business on social media. So I feel like, you know, it People would dig up the past real quick, yeah, exactly. like mug shots. Why are we bringing that up? Right. So I think those are the three reasons that you, reasons why I, I respect her. She's very genuine. You know, no matter whether you agree with her or not, she's like, this is me and I'm not going to change. I, I can respect that. And thirdly, she's she's not involved in a lot of drama. The twerking is a lot for me. It, it, it's, it's a lot. You know, it, it's a lot. You know, and... I feel like we've come come into this like new era of feminism, right? Like this this new like we're liberal and this is what I like to do. And I mean, she did this interview where she says she just likes to twerk like that. She just likes it. Like it's not for attention. It's not for you know from her is what she said. Right. But I mean, you know, in essence, it technically is a thirst trap. You know what I mean? Like you have no draws on or you know <laughs> barely whatever any pants or draws on and your your butt is in the camera. Like men thirst for that. You right. know what I mean? So. 
But I guess, you know, the argument is like, oh, I, you know, I might twerk and show my butt on Instagram, but I'm not a thought. But, you know, I don't, but, I'm not an industry hoe. But, uh, you know, is that not, it's about perspective, I guess. Right. I, don't, I don't know. What, 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 are, what are your thoughts? I feel like at this point, it's just become her brand. So it's like, if Megan doesn't twerk, it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's already done it so much that she kind of has to do it. Now, yeah, because then point, if she stops, it's like, what's wrong with it's her? It's going to be like, Megan, what happened to your knees? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I've been practicing this, but you stopped. What's going on? Right. And I guess my thing is, you know, I, I'm very traditional, right? I was I was raised very traditionally. So it's like, where are the morals? Like, when did we become, when did Megan Thee Stallion become the role model of? The music industry don't got no morals. <laughs> and that's what I had to learn. Yeah, that's Because true. it's just like, regardless, there's going to be somebody that doing something that's not morally sound. With, because morals are different for each person, so yeah, that's true. Some person may think, okay, Megan, that's morally right. She twerking because she wants to, and not because no right. dude telling her to twerk. She's right. doing it because she wants to, and that's on period. Right. But then other people are like, oh my perfect. god, that is so wrong. Right. Like, oh my god, put some pants on. Like, yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's not a, it, let me, let me be clear. It's not a judgmental thing. I'm right. not judging her. Sis, if that's what you want to do, that, you know, do your thing, honey. It's working. I mean, it's, you know, right. If it's working for you, it's, so it, do your thing. Hello. But I wouldn't do it, is what right, I'm saying. Right. You know, and like you said, I agree. Like, you know, morals are different from everybody. Um, And I, I just, the only other thing I just think, I just think it's excessive. You know what I mean? I think it's, I, I think just wish a, that her branding wasn't just twerking. Because, like, when you think of Megan... You think twerking You think knees. of twerking. Yeah. You think knees. of them knees. Yeah. Them supersonic ironclad knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, another thing I, I thought of is, like, you know, people always say... You know, like, oh, you know, when I, if I, I'll see a celebrity, like, if somebody comments on the page, like, oh, why you do this? Why you do that? And the celebrity's like, stay off my page. The thing about it with Megan is that would never work because you're everywhere. Everybody reposts you. You're all in the shade room. You're all on Boston. You're all on site. You're all on spiritual work. You're everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter if I unfollow, even if I unfollow all of those blog sites, I'm still going to find you on my friend's page. Like, there's, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, there, I can never get rid of that. Right. Like, and I just, that's the only thing is just like, I get it. You know, whatever. Maybe that's just a part of being a female rapper. And because, I mean, all female rappers do it I don't think there is what female rapper doesn't do that the Doja Cat is she a twerker oh she's a twerker she literally has a whole song about Juicy and like her booty is two cherries okay yeah like she made the song about her titties Tia and Tamara did you know that was about loved it I did like that song I I loved it shout out to Rico I did Rico yeah I did I did yeah that was about I did like that that was great um so yeah I just I just think it's a bit excessive and I hate that that's what you know the new feminism has come to like that's what that's what like being liberal as women means like we can do whatever we want to do and these double standards don't matter and you know so on and so forth and, and it's like I agree to an extent right but I feel like as women sometimes we and this is a little deeper but sometimes we take things and we're like we want equal but we want equal as as we what's the word as it suits us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't really want equal. We just want equal when it makes us feel good or when right. we benefit from that. And that's but, not how right. it works. Because, you know, like you said, we want equality, but yet we're not doing anything to really change it. Mm, that's because true. we're still kind of degrading ourselves exactly. by doing it, mm-hmm. but yet you don't want men to degrade you, but you're degrading you right. and your friend exactly. right now. Like all these lives. Child, I'm done with the lives. Oh, you talking about quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> I ain't talking about quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. But have you watched them? Girl. Hey, you know what's... I watched the local DJs do it. Oh, okay. 
Moment of silence. <laughs> Moment of silence for the little girl. And I mean, they are really getting on there, girl. And Tory Lanez was like, pull your pants down a little bit. And they pull their pants down. And I just don't understand. Like, you're on a live for point two seconds. Girl, you don't got you don't gotta go to the strip club. It's right Ain't there. Ain't nothing. It's right there. I could have No porn hub. Right there. You don't need it. It's right there. Right there. Boosie already asking y'all to put it that down. That damn girl basket. It's her fault. <laughs> I didn't even watch that stupid show. You're like, oh my god! Okay. I won't. Another story for another I'm day. I'm sorry. When Why? I found out that somebody arm got bit off, I was like, H to the E to it the wasn't L, that. L, no. Well, actually, the arm didn't get bit off. She got bit and she chose to have it amputated because they they told her she was going to have to go through a series of okay, surgeries. All right. <laughs> she over here shaking her it head. It sounds like a lot of country bumpkin that I can't it tolerate. It was. Like, I'm real country. I promise you. I'm from Megan South Carolina. Megan said she can twerk and Kang, like Kang, but real country. It's time to go. <laughs> yes, wrap it up, dear. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm just mad because somebody really made a video of the type, like the Joe Exotic, but doing the Savage. Oh, I saw a Carol Baskin killed her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even know it. what happened to Carol Baskin, but y'all really going in. Joe Carol Baskin did it. <laughs> Whatever she did, she did it. It's <laughs> too <up> much. <laughs> so basically what we're saying is Punani rules the world. Period. Magna Stallion twerk all the time. Yep. Social <sighs> anxiety definition when you look in the dictionary is Summer Walker. It's Summer Walker. Uh, did I say that Punani rules the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Punani rules the and world. And Snoop just crazy. And Snoop, we love you, but it was a lot. I'll still listen to all your music. And, and he, he did apologize. He he did apologize. He did. You know, he said he talked to his mama. He did apologize. Shout out to all the mamas. Shout out to all the black mama mamas. his came at him. Shout out to all the praying grandmothers. Y'all need to pray. During this quarantine. <laughs> we need. This is the time when we really need the praying grandmothers. Okay, we do. Because, Lord Jesus, I just want to make it to the next year. I think Jesus just punishing us. Jesus, I, I'll tell you one thing, Jesus. I learned my lesson. I don't think I learned it. <laughs> That's why it's still here. <laughs> That's why it's still here. It's okay. Here. I repent. <laughs> it's okay. I just want outside to be legal, Lord. Okay. I just don't want to have to go outside with a mask. Them things suffocating. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. But y'all be safe out there. You feel me? Be safe. So we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah, we had so much fun. That was so much fun. You already know part two. Acting up. Okay, part two. Let us it's know. Okay. Even, no, no. Let us know. It's okay. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Part two is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. Thanks for tuning in, yes. y'all. All right. So you already know. Let's let's just give them the socials because obviously, obviously they need they just need to know. So go ahead, plug it. Okay, y'all already know. Oh, period on period on God on Pyro all that stuff. Uh, I'm not I, I'm not a gang. I'm not in the gang. I'm not, gang. I'm not I'm not in the gang. I just always wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just always really wanted to say that. You know how like all the white people always be wanting to say the N word. That's how I felt. I just always want to say that. Y'all have to say all power. I'm not in no, the gang. No, period, all power. I'm not in the gang. Don't come get me. Okay. <laughs> all the socials at AskMaj. That's A-S-K-M-Y-J underscore underscore. That's Instagram and Twitter. Um, and Facebook, you can find me at Maj Gary, my whole government. M-Y-J-A, last name Gary, G-A-R-Y. Or you can search AskMaj, the podcast on Facebook. And you will find me either way. But y'all not going to get my address or my phone number. Or her social. That that was my oh my social security yeah y'all can't have that. <laughs> mm. All right, y'all. 
right, so you know, we gotta go through the spiel. All right, so Instagram at Lituation R Pod. Real simple, real easy, real fluid. <laughs> Twitter, you know, we got a good little freak on Twitter because Twitter don't like me. So the R, the Lituation RMP, you know, it's weird. Uh, Facebook, the Lituation Room podcast, but you know, all of this is literally on our website, www.thelituationroompodcast.co because we are a company, not a com, period. Mm-hmm. So you can just go there and everything's there for you. <laughs> For your natural convenience. I don't know who wears her as Summer Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank y'all for tuning in, honey. Yes. You know, stay tuned for the rest. Stay tuned. Smash.